topic today is Sitzes. Rehersh is a fascinating thought. We talked about the mitzvah Sitzes. He talks about the Torah puts it, you put it on the four corners of your big day and of your clothing. So he says, we find clothing, the first time, we, first time we find clothing in the history of mankind, of course, is after Adam and Chava have did their Veira of eating from Eitzadas, they realize that they are now, there's shame there, that they're, they're, they're unclothed, and they put on, they put on clothing. And the Bershom makes them clothing. So we found that, that, a, that the clothing is called ksus, which is the idea of kisui, it's covering the person. Kisui erva, it's covering the person. It's also referred to as a baguette. Uh, a baguette, there's the same word, this bogad is to rebel. So the, a piece of clothing is a constant reminder that we rebelled once against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's why we have to wear clothing now. If we had never been baguette against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, we would not be wearing clothing. Um, a matter of fact, the Dubna Magad has a marshal where he talks about this idea. He says, if you can imagine that um, there was once a, a family who was very close to the king and they rebelled against the king and they're very upset the fact they rebelled against the king. And the king decided he wasn't going to destroy them, but he was going to make them wear a badge of shame. The badge of shame was a big red splotch of, of paint on all of their garments. Every member of that family, male or female, would always have to wear this big red splotch. Um, so the first generation would walk around with the bitter thought and would say, oh, he was the people who, who rebelled against the king, and there were people, it was very embarrassing. Next generation grew up, that's the way you wear your clothing. Third generation had designed your splotches already. There's, right? He says, so that's what we do when we have fancy clothes. It's designer splotches. Because clothing are to remind us that we've rebelled against the Kodesh Baruch so people, really should we walk around in a certain sense with embarrassment every time we wear clothing? People actually pay more for torn jeans. Right, okay, that's even better, though. <laughs> right, so here we are, we have this, 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 this garment which is to remind us of that human beings have made it, taken a step which is forcing us to rethink of how we, we need to f- seek a Kodesh Baruch so the second step is that it's only on a garment which has four corners. Four corners, the Yerushalmi says in the Dorim in the third parak, that naturally we do not find, in nature we do not find things which come with a four, in perfect four corners. The crystals aside, you have to answer what he means by crystals, but in general you do not find something which comes with four corners. So four corners always represents human endeavor. This is something human being made. Human being, we've taken now, because of our, our, our limitations, what we've done wrong, we've created now a human endeavor in this area. The sitzes are, from the word sitzes, to, 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 to blossom, to flower. We're limited by these four corners of human endeavor. The person says, I'm going to give you a way to blossom and reach beyond. Reach beyond your limitations, the four corners of the human endeavor. The sitzes are that constant reminder that we've, we've, we've put ourselves into a garment, we've put ourselves into a situation of limitation of, within the, the human endeavor, and the person says, I'm going to give you a way to reach beyond that, and that's the Torah, and that's the mitzvah. So that's why the sitzes act as a reminder of the Torah and the mitzvah, because they're, 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 they're the sprouting beyond the corners, beyond your limits. That the human being is able to sprout beyond. So that's how he understands the word sitzes. So that's uh, the introduction to the, to the, to the mitzvah of sitzes. Uh, it's a very important mitzvah because we know the Chazal say it's one of the, uh, it's one of the mitzvahs which is equivalent, equated to and equivalent to all of the mitzvahs of the Torah. It's one of seven mitzvahs which get that title. The Sitzes is one of the seven who gets the title. It's Shako Kanega Kola Mitzvah. We find it by Shabbos. We find it by by Limanot Torah. You find it by Sitzes is one of these. Okay, um, so this Mitzvah Sitzes, um, the um, it's given in an interesting way. It's given in the form of, as it were, of a choice. I'm not makuyev to wear Sitzes. If I wear a garment which has four corners, I'm makuyev to put Sitzes in. 
but I, I don't have to wear those two garments. I can wear a garment which has three corners, and then I don't have to wear zitzes. I can wear a garment which is totally round, and I don't have to wear zitzes. I can take a garment which has four corners, and I can round one of the sides, and to the extent which it's obvious and it's clear that it's been rounded, and it's not a corner, and I'm not chayv and zitzes. So the more says in Menachas, however, so it's a, it's a fascinating mitzvah. It's a mitzvah which you've been given a choice, as it were, to do this mitzvah or not. It's a mitzvah which is a chayv, but at the same time it's also a choice. So the Ben Yarnam, when he talks about it, explains the Gemara. The Gemara says that, that that if a human being has a choice to opt in to such a mitzvah, which is so valuable, and he chooses not to, the Gemara says that they eat the risk of the time when, when there is anger in the world. And Hashem is, generally, there's not going to be any punishment if you choose to do to the yes or no. He says, but in the time where there's an expectation, the Hashem is, is wondering where, he, where is mankind, where is Klaus, so where, why are they not interested, this will be put into the package as well. Like, why didn't you choose to wear a four-corner garment? And why didn't you choose to wear a sitzah? Why didn't you, you could have chosen this like an opportunity to show that your, your interest and your care. So it's interesting, um, somewhere in the middle. The language of the Shukhanarach is it's toivanach and it's proper that a person should make sure that they're wearing uh, a four-corner garment. Okay. Um, now, what type of garment should, should one wear? So uh, the, there's a, a disagreement between the Ramah and the Shekhanar. The Ramah says that any, any material will be considered in the midst of the Torah to put scissors in it. Shekhanar only says if it's going to be made out of wool or linen, but we don't wear linen usually because of other concerns. Um, that's the shotness issues. So we wear a wool garment. That would be clearly a mitzvah of the Torah to put scissors in it. Other garments are only chayim according to the Shekhanar, Mir However, the Opinion of the Ramah is everything is is going to be chayiv on a Torah level. Remember, Moshe Shachuber he just, was asked about what about the, 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 one one exception is a leather garment. The garment is made out of leather, is not chayiv in tzitzis. Okay, so the question was, what about synthetic materials? Synthetic materials. And she says if it, if it came in the same form as a leather garment, it would be like a, a poncho. A poncho has four corners. But if it's a plastic, just a plain plastic poncho, it's the same thing as leather. It's one. It's not a garment in the sense it wasn't woven. It's a different type of an item. If that's more like leather, and therefore the uh, there would not be chayim and sitzes. However, if you make it into into, into material, uh, you make it into thread, and you weave it, and you make a garment out of it, so Mershia is inclined to say that is that is going to be chayim in sitzes. Um, uh, he says, obviously, if you have an option of doing something which is clearly chayiv, that's what you find generally your choices of resitzes usually going to be either cotton, either going to be wool or cotton. Those are the two choices that you get. Um, it's only if it has four corners, like we mentioned. But one of the corners is rounded, and this is you see if you have a long garment which has a long split in the back. Uh, sometimes like a, an overcoat, some of them a long slit on the back. So really, if, if it's shaped in such that the, 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 the front, is two, the two corners are, are actual sharp corners, and the same thing in the back, the two corners, so you have a four-corner garment, you would have to put sitzes in it. Um, so if, if that, in that situation, a person, we, we, we discourage that because we don't want the sitzes to drag on the ground. You have such a long coat, you'll be putting sitzes in it, you'll be dragging on the ground. So the suggestion is to round the corner. You round the corner by, it has to be, they don't give an exact, you know, calculation. How it has to be that it's obvious that it's rounded. It has to be that it's rounded enough that you would see that she take it to a tailor, and you would have it rounded, and that would that would take care of that issue. Um, Question. Yes. Where this is an undergarment. Does that cover all four other four corner garments that you're wearing? Um, so that's an interesting question. So the answer is no. Each garment has its own separate responsibility. Each garment, which is four corner, would have its own responsibility. Um, 
so in general, we're not really walking around most of the time, you know, wearing four color garments. We don't take a big sheet and wrap it. We don't do the toga style. But uh, if a person would wear multiple four color garments, he would have a key of the butzitzes in each one of them. They pass to do more. The Mishabur suggestion is that if, if you know you have an option of doing. He says the option of doing semer, which is clearly according to all opinions on, on a Torah level, or doing cotton, which is not. He would suggest doing semer, but then he brings that the Vilna Goyen wore, wore cotton. He also points out the Vilna Goyen wore a wool talus the whole day, so it could be he was, you know, he didn't feel that he needed to do a wool talus. He wore his talus the whole day, so he wore a wool talus the whole day, so he wore a cotton undergarment. The stipler also did actually the same thing. The stipler here. It's not made to keep clothes. It's got her leg the whole time. No, it's all right. What? I'm sorry? It's not in it. Just, uh, it has wrapping around it. I'm sorry? It's all right. It's all right. Here. Did I correct? We, we do do that because a person, once a person has... Uh, you get separate mitzvah for each pair that you put on? Yes. Now you have to tear uh, a cut through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, There's a famous story with Scheinberg. Scheinberg wore multiple pairs of tzitzes to get extra mitzvahs. Um, nobody knows the story why he undertook it. He took at some point in his life he had some type of a situation. He undertook that as a response to it. Um, I don't know sure exactly. The story was he, he never shared. Um, the mitzvah applies to a garment which is a day garment. We're so you have to be able to see it. Um, so the discussion is machlokas v'shadim. Does it mean the difference is day garment versus night garment or daytime versus nighttime? So the difference would be if I would take a towel and put a towel on at nighttime, I would not make a bracha on it. So one of these is you have to be aware of in the morning when you want to put in your towel, if it's you know it's still dark out, it's still nighttime, you can't put a, you, you don't make a bracha on sitzes yet until we reach the time which is known as mishayakir. Mishayakir is a very elusive time, exactly how long, exactly when it is. Uh, um, the more it gives it a, a, a definition, which is very hard to translate into our reality. If we assume that there's no light pollution and it's totally the only light is based on the light of the sun rising, um, so that already challenges us very much to figure that out. We don't have that reality, and you meet an individual which you're not expecting to meet, and you, he's not very, you're not very familiar with him, but you know him somewhat, and you can recognize him in the distance of four amos. That's the calculation of the Mar Gibbs. That's very hard to translate into. How do I test that? If I arrange the guy to come, so then I then I know he's coming, so that doesn't count. So I arrange, so, you know, I just stand there and hope. Maybe I mean, it's very hard to test that and figure out what it is. So we have different uh, calculations of how to calculate it. In, in Yerushalayim, the one of this a, a safer called the I think the Nevrashis was about over, written over 100 years ago. He records that the minute Yerushalayim was calculated at 50 minutes before sunrise. That was the minute Yerushalayim. Mm-hmm. Is there any significance to the fact that that time is after used in relation to Sitzes? In other words, the Mishnah says, Mishayake ben Right, so that's the reason the Mishnah the, the, the more it says Mishayak and Tehzalabah, and actually the, we, we use Mishayak for Tefillin, but the Mishnah, many assume that's the same shear. That's We don't have Tehzalabah, so we can't measure Tehzalabah either. We don't have, you know, we don't exactly what Tehzalabah is. Um, that itself is a discussion. Okay. Um, so, so person would only if a person put it on early. Let's say the davening was uh, they had to start davening early. So there's a locha that you don't make the bracha when you put it on early. You can't make a bracha yet. You wait till the time that's proper to make, and then you make the bracha afterwards. At that point in time, you touch the tzitzis. You know, the language is mishmash, which you sound like you have to. All you have to do is just touch them. Really, you just touch them to indicate where you're making the bracha, and you make the bracha. What is the correct bracha? 
Um, the correct bracha is the Mishabur says that we say the bracha Asher Kiddushab Sabbat Sivano. He said Teif He said he writes that it should be written pronounced with a shwa under the base, not bat tzitzis, but bit tzitzis. Um, because the Shachar tells you that the the of the bracha is bat tzitzis. Based on the reason, I'll actually said the correct bracha was about tzitzis. And the difference is, you know, the, the bracha as written seems to not make any sense to us. We don't envelop ourselves in tzitzis. We envelop ourselves in a garment. So what does it mean we're being misatev in tzitzis? Right? The lashon of itzuf. We wrap the garments around ourselves. No, we don't wrap the tzitzis around ourselves. So the, the Rizal says that the bracha is to envelop herself in the mitzvah of tzitzis. So it seems to be like, I guess what a person would be saying, that, that the mitzvah then somewhat goes back and affects the whole garment. Um, well, that's why it would be ba. So that's how the Rizal says it should be ba. He said, Dave, in the mitzvah of tzitzis, in ba tzitzis, referring to the mitzvah, the concept of tzitzis. So that would be the. Right, um, we understand it to be that Mishabura Paskins that the the, the, the correct nusach is bit tzitzis, which you're, we were saying you're, you're enveloping yourself in tzitzis. It means that the mitzvah is. So, what's the language of Itzuf? So that's questionable. One of the rai is that the the, the, the grow Paskins. Let's say a person did not do Itzuf when you put it on. With, you know this whole process of wrapping yourself around. He says you're still yotzei because the Torah never says requires Itzuf. It's a Gemara which mentions the idea of Itzuf. Uh, the Torah never requires Itzuf. We mentioned this idea before that there's something called mitzvah shirchas kavana. Whenever we do a mitzvah, so there's the action itself and there's the service to Hashem, which the action implies. So doing the action, I have to have intent that I'm doing the action. Otherwise, it's like a, a human being without thinking. That's not an action of a human being. All right? So I'm aware that I'm doing it. It's not just happening, you know, by, by chance. But more than that, it has to be an act of service. So the Manor says, mitzvah shirchas kavana. It's not enough to be aware of what you're doing. You have to have kavana when you're doing it. You're doing it for the purpose of serving Hashem. That's, so the action is imbued with the status of a mitzvah by doing it l'shei mitzvah. Um, so we pass in my mitzvahs the rice, the mitzvahs fichas kavana. Means if you do the mishabur says if you do the mitzvah sitzes without having kavana to fulfill the mitzvah, you're not you're not fulfill the mitzvah. And then he says the fascinating idea. He says and therefore it's like wearing a four corner gamma without sitzes. So you're wearing your by, by not having kavana to do the mitzvah. You not only have you not fulfilled the mitzvah, you have created a problem. You're in a situation of wearing a four corner garment not without, without tzitzis. So he says the person should be very careful when you put on the mitzvah. And and the concept of mitzvah kavana requires to think two words. The Aruch Hashanah says this in the Samach. You think the words l'shem mitzvah. That's all you got to do. Think two words l'shem mitzvah. Doing it as because of the command to wear tzitzis. Um, there is a separate. Kabbana issue, which is the Torah says over here three times in the Torah. The Torah says by mitzvah says lemaan in order that it says by tefillin lemaan tia Torah says shabbaficha. We spoke about that. It says by sukkah it says lemaan yedo dorisechem in order that the generations in order that the generations will know. And by sitzit it says in order that you will see the mitzitzit and remember all the mitzvahs. So the Barsham did it for a purpose. So the, the Bach says you have to have that intent in, as well. When you put on sitzit, you have to have an intent that I'm doing this to remind myself about all the mitzvahs. Is it Ma'akib? The Shabur says it's not Ma'akib. It brings the It's not Ma'akib. But if you didn't have that, you would still fulfill the mitzvah. However, the Aruch Lanair in his Sefer um, on the Hilchus Sukkah, B'Kur Yaakov, says it is, it is determinative, B'Diyabit. So it means if a person will not have that intent as well, he will not fulfill the mitzvah of sitzes. Meshavur passes is not like that, but but that's how the opinion of the of the the, the that if a person would sit in the sukkah, not being aware that to remind us about what Hashem enveloped Kaisel with the Nonia Kovid, put on tzitzis not thinking about that it's going to be a reminder, put on tzitzis not thinking that it's going to teach us lessons about Hashem's Torah, 
you would not fulfill the mitzvah according to the, this, the according to the Aruch Lanier. Yeah. Don't we say that just just stop for Bana, we assume that a person kind of they knows that they're doing it for the mitzvah and therefore that's enough? So there, yeah. there, there is a Hayadam which says that if it's if it's if, by the fact you make the bracha, that itself becomes indicative of the fact you're doing it for the purpose of a mitzvah. So that helps for the following. So let's let because it's running late. Um, when you get up in the morning, so the, the minute is that you put a bracha on uh, Talaskot, we don't wake up, the people that wear Talaskot don't make a bracha on the Talaskot. They make a bracha on the Talaskot. So the bracha on the Talaskot, you don't make till you get to Shul later on. So you, you can argue that it's indicative, when I get to Shul, I make the bracha, now it's indicative. But I've been wearing my Talaskot for, for 15 minutes beforehand. So in that situation, I have an issue of, um, of I have not, I've been wearing the, the garment without, without the Shei Mitzvah. So that would, would be an issue. In regard to that point, so if there's going to be a long time lapse between the two, we get up in the morning and you, you're, you're planning to sit down and learn before davening, you know, right? So you're putting on towels much later on. You would make the bracha on, on the sitzes right away. Uh, but you can't make it until you wash your hands and you use the bathroom until you get a person who leaves himself. So a person would get up, put on a sitzes, go to the bathroom, you know, wash his hands, and then make a bracha on the sitzes then, assuming that... Okay, one, um, when you put the scissors on, you should, put, you should make sure there's two in front and two in back. There's actually an opinion which says if you wear a garment with all four corners in front, you're not chayav in scissors. The, the base yesterday brings it that that was the minigam Mitzrayim, that they would wear a four-corner garment with all four corners, all four corners in front, and they didn't put them in scissors because it's, it's only if you wear it the normal way, which is two in front and two in back. So the idea of wearing all the something they wrap some of the towels, but all four corners, four, in front, he would seem to discourage it. Now, the the Beis says to them that we, we don't pass them like that, but the Groh actually was mocked, but I'm not the Groh, so therefore by Kriyashma, a lot of people take all four four tzitzes in their hands to kiss the tzitzes. He says, no way. You have to make sure there's always two in the back. Right? There's always two in the back and two in the front. So, Shukhanorach obviously passes not like that. The Ramah brings that minig, and, but the uh, Okay, let's hold it here. So the, the thought we said at the beginning again was that the tzitzes are the idea that the human, human endeavor is, 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 is the four corners that represents human endeavor. And the first says that the idea of the tzitzes is that Hashem gave us a way to sprout beyond our limitations, to go beyond. The reminder of Hashem's mitzvahs is that human beings are not limited by the, phys- the human endeavor, which we can go much beyond. I want to thank Mr. Daniel Hirsch for sponsoring this year today in, in the Ilanish was his grandfather. Mr. Otto Hirsch, or Pinchas, we don't know, was Pinchas Ben Lewis, a Kayan, um, who, uh, after reading the biography, was constantly, he's a very, very, very spe- important special person. He's actually available, you can look, at him, look him up on, on Wikipedia, Mr. Otto Hirsch. Okay.